0: Do you want to live a healthy lifestyle and also model this for your kids? Well, me too. So I am sharing some of my favorite healthy habits that you can start incorporating now that are also free and easy to add to your daily routine. This is a great place to get started with your healthy living lifestyle. Welcome, non-toxic mom. Today's episode is going to help you make healthy choices, live more intentionally, and overall enjoy this amazing ride called motherhood. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to today's show. I am so excited because I really love today's topic. I am kind of obsessed with the topic of habits ever since I read James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. I read this a few years ago. It is probably one of the most influential, impactful, and life-changing books that I have ever read. And I just am such a big fan of the concepts that he introduces about the importance of habits and the way to really just improve your life by making small changes to your daily habits. He calls it like the rule of the 1%. The 1% changes that you make every day can add up over time. But he also says that 1% declines can add up over time too. So choose wisely. Choose your habits wisely. I know that you want to be that mom, right? The one who like bakes and cooks from scratch and has everything together and is totally organized and does activities with her kids and spends quality time with her family and her husband and, you know, lives in effortlessly healthy um, and non-toxic lifestyle in her totally organized and clean house, right? At least that's me. I don't know. Do you have the same goals? But I think whatever you envision for yourself, like, it can be easy to implement. And you might, like, you might be thinking as far as non-toxic living is concerned that I'm just going to come here and give you a bunch of product swaps, and I will. And that's an important part of non-toxic living and just living your, you know, your best life, your healthiest life, and also you know, raising healthy kids, we will be swapping products. And there's a ton of that on my website, too, if you're just like, Yasmin, give me all the product swaps. But clean living is about more than just switching out your products. I feel like it's a mentality. It's a lifestyle. So we will get to all of that. But today, I want to share with you some free, healthy lifestyle habits and changes that you can implement starting today. So I'm going to be sharing 10 with you today and 10 in the next episode. These are just so good. So again, we're talking about healthy habits because it's one of the easiest ways to kickstart or revive your healthy lifestyle. And I say revive because I feel like we go through phases, right? I definitely go through phases where I'm like on top of it. I'm eating well, I'm getting all my protein in, I'm doing everything. And then there's also times where like, we get sick or we go on vacation and just our patterns are in our, our daily life gets disrupted. And so do some of my habits. So, you know, that changes for everyone. It's not 100% all the time and it, it never will be. Um, but this is an important topic because this is so interesting. Did you know that your habits account for about 40% of your behaviors on any given day? And that's a statistic. I mean, it applies to all of us. But isn't that kind of shocking that, like, we're going on autopilot for about 40% of the day? I almost think it could be a higher statistic, but I guess on average, 40% is the the metric that, that you know, researchers, re- researchers found. And I just think it's really fascinating. Um, and it just tells you right there how powerful our habits are. So if you really want to make forward movement towards your healthy living goals, it is a great place to start. Start with your daily habits. Um, start incorporating small, healthy habits into your day. And if you remember, my one of the, the ways that I really believe I'll be setting you up for success in your clean living goals is to start by adding things to your life, not taking away. It's hard to take away, right? We don't like change necessarily. I read that book growing up, Who Moved My Cheese? It's like 20 years ago. But it's such a good book because it really reflects on like people don't like change. Change is hard. So we're going to start by adding to our daily lives versus taking away and changing things. We'll get there. Um, But, you know, starting with these small healthy habits is really a great way of setting yourself up for maximum success. So um, let me go ahead and jump into the first of these healthy habits that are free and easy to implement. These are just little switches, little changes that I want you to think about making, and you don't have to make them all at once either. Okay, so let's jump in. Number one is get some sunshine every day. Now, contrary to, I think, mainstream beliefs, I truly believe that the sun is good for you and healthy. I don't believe that it causes harm I do think it can cause wrinkles and whatnot, but but ultimately my point here is that some sunshine every day, healthy amounts of sunshine every day are really good for you. It helps your body naturally produce um, vitamin D and it just really helps keep your system healthy, keep, you know, keep things moving, keep the the unwanted gas, the bacteria, the parasites out of your system by supporting healthy functioning processes in the body. So now for me, I have pretty olive skin. I don't I don't tend to burn unless I am at the beach or something for hours on end. So for me, getting some sunshine every day sometimes just means taking a walk with the kids, rolling my sleeves up, making sure that the sun is hitting my skin. other days it's days at the beach or you know playing tennis or something. However it happens, get some healthy sun exposure every day. Now they say um, first thing in the morning, is one of the best times to get healthy sun exposure, do it without contact lenses um, so that you can really just absorb the healthy rays from the sun. Be smart about it. You know, if you burn, be proactive, wear, you know, breathable clothing, wear long sleeves or whatever, but go ahead and get that healthy sun exposure every single day. Um, Even if it's just 15 minutes at a time, it is so good for you. And it is such a healthy, natural way of supporting your well-being. And don't you feel good in the sun? I mean, I certainly do. So um, at different times a year, that might be hard, but go ahead and and get outside as much as you can anyway. Make it make sense. Uh, Make it work for you, depending on where you live, what your skin type is like, what your tolerance is. Um, Just be in the sun and don't, um, you know, I think be afraid of it. I think the sun is very healthy um, and it is just such a wonderful way to, again, just support your happiness and well-being. Okay, so number two is along the same lines um, as, you know, number one, it's about getting outdoors, but it is to practice grounding as often as possible. So do you know what grounding is? It's basically like this amazing and simple habit of just walking barefoot outside. And you can do this on grass. You can do this on sand. You can even do this on concrete. And what it does is, is it really just recharges your body in such a natural way. Um, it, it balances your body. It, in, it improves circulation. It is just such a powerful practice. And the way that you can do this is, let's say you take the kids to the park um, or, you know, you are going to the mailbox. Go barefoot. I am totally that neighbor who walks outside my house barefoot and I have no shame. I just don't because I just feel good even stepping outside of my house for 30 seconds to pick up the mail um, or to run to the car, I do it barefoot. It's just so healthy for you and I try to ground every day um, as much as possible. Now there's times where I don't get to do that every day and I'm certainly not doing that every day, but I try to. And even if I can't go outside and take my shoes off, touching a tree has the same effect. So so grounding is a free and healthy thing that you can do. So just try to practice it as much as possible. Okay? Tell me let me know how it changes your life. Let me know how it changes the way you feel for me whenever I'm having a bad day or I have a headache or something like that. I will just go outside, take my shoes off in the grass, take a walk with the kids to the park or something, take my shoes off in the grass or even on the concrete and I just feel instantly calm and soothed. It's such a cool thing to do. So I'll do a full episode on this because it's so powerful and impactful and there are so many different ways to do it. But really the simplest thing is just to go outside barefoot. You don't need to do it on like, um you know, tar or something like that. You don't, you don't want to do it on tar, but concrete, grass or sand it is just so life-changing and so healthy for you. Okay, so healthy tip number three, this is another easy one to implement. Um, open the windows in your house. Air out your house often. Indoors, we often collect a lot of pollution. We have furniture off gassing. We have so many different things going on that unhealthy air can get trapped indoors. And yes, you know, air filters are wonderful. I highly recommend air filters, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about simple things that you can implement right now that are free and easy to do. And one of those is to open the windows in your house often, air out the place. Um, I like to like pick a day of the week, like let's say Saturday and just open all the windows in your house for at least 15 minutes. Let the house circulate, let the air come through your home and you will have better circulated air, cleaner air in your home in just that brief amount of time. Now, the more you implement it, the better, right? So you might be saying to me, okay, but Yasmin, you live in Southern California. That's a lot easier for you than it is for me. I live in." The Midwest or something like that. And I totally understand Um, different climates have different limitations, but open the windows as much as you can, even if it's just for a short amount of time and you will have, you will reap the benefits no matter what. Okay. So practice opening those windows um, and keep them open. Okay. Tip number four is to hydrate well and often. If you know me well, you know that I'm a big fan of hydration, a big believer in hydration. I think that hydration is or dehydration is the root of so many health issues. And so I really am a big believer in hydration, but that doesn't mean that you should just drink a ton of water um, because that can actually flush your system of much needed minerals. And so instead, it's really about drinking clean, purified water, and also getting good, solid hydration from your food and from electrolytes too. So you've got to mix those in in with the mix with your water because you don't want to flush out all of the good things in your body too. If you're just constantly going to the bathroom, that means you're just flushing your body out and flushing away all the minerals, and that can actually lead to further imbalances. So we don't want to do that. Um, So add some of these other things into your routine. Um, your hydration routine. So hydrating foods are a great way to go. um, And some of those include grapes. I find grapes to be one of the most hydrating fruits um, to the point where like whenever my kids have grapes before bed, I am like the bathroom police. I make sure they go to the bathroom before bed um, so that they don't have to wake up in the middle of the night. Um, There's also watermelon, cucumber, romaine lettuce. Um, I have always loved romaine lettuce. Chia seeds, um, when you allow them to combine with water, are also very hydrating or, you know, juice or whatever it is you'd like to put them in. Um, Strawberries, grapefruit, cantaloupe, and there's so much more. I will provide a link to some of these foods um, on the show notes just because I just find the concept of eating your hydration so cool and so um, just informative. I don't think growing up that like, you know, or even not just growing up, I just don't think that it's that common a fact that foods can be very hydrating. And it's not just about like, oh, yes, you know, watermelon has a lot of water in it or cucumbers have a lot of water in them. It's actually about the cellular hydration and the way that they support your cells and just support your hydration. So it's a deeper concept to me than I think what, um, you know, that like the mainstream conversation is around, you know, hydrating foods. Um, And then number two or part two of this is like, yes, you should be drinking water. Um, you should, you know, we are, our bodies are made up of water. And so you should definitely be drinking clean, purified water. Um, I like to fill my Stanley cup here, this little guy here, um, with, with water. And this is, I think 30 ounces. I love this cup. Um, I will provide a link to the one I have because I literally started drinking so much more water once I bought it. It was a great investment, but again, it's not just about drinking water and flushing out your system. So sometimes I'll add like a dash of Himalayan pink salt, or I'll even just take a grain and place it under my tongue. Now that might not be the right advice for everybody. You have to know your own um, needs, but that works for me. Um, Also Celtic salt, they're both natural sources of electrolytes. Um, This is something I especially like to do like when I'm working out, um, sweating, or it's just been really hot outside. I also tend to take a little dash of salt um, before a meal And it's really great for your bowel movements. So yay, fun. (laughs) Um, But yes, your hydration is so important. So really getting into the habit of having good hydration is important. But again, it's not just about drinking a ton of water. It's about that cellular hydration. And the way that you can support cellular hydration is by eating your hydration, making sure you're getting enough electrolytes, and not flushing out all the electrolytes and minerals in your system. Number five Um, this is so important and I have to admit I'm not good enough at it just because I don't enjoy doing this. But number five is to vacuum and dust your house often. So a lot of the toxins in our home actually accumulate in household dust. So if you let that sit around, then you're kind of breathing that in. It's just, you know, sitting around longer than it needs to be. So definitely get into the habit of vacuuming and dusting your house often. Just get the dust out of there. Um, Because dust, oh my gosh, this is so gross, it contains so many nasty things, Um, dead skin cells, hair, bacteria, dust mites, dead bugs, soil, pollen, and then also the accumulation of toxic chemicals like flame retardants um, and heavy metals and whatnot. So we really want to get into the habit of clearing the dust from our homes. So set some kind of a schedule for when you're going to vacuum, how you're going to dust, Um, or at least just do it once you start to notice it um, at the very, very minimum. Okay, so I'm going to interrupt this list right now just to share with you my Loving Lately segment. This is where I share some products that I have been personally using and loving lately. So um, the first of them is this amazing candle from Fontana Candle Company. So it is made from beeswax. It contains coconut oil as well, and it's made with some really lightly, like it contains lightly scented essential oils. Um, So the smell is not overpowering. And it also has a wooden wick, um, which if you're watching the video, you can kind of see it here. I actually had this on in the background, but it was making so much noise, I had to turn it off during the recording. But I actually really love this. It has been years since I have felt safe Um, or comfortable using any kind of candle. And so I just love that this is well made. It has a wooden wick. Um, It's really, really is just such a healthy um, alternative to traditional candles and fragrances in your home. Um, And it's been so long since I've had any fragrance in my home, so it's been really fun to play around with all the different scents. I really like the lemongrass eucalyptus. I also have um, fresh mint and lime. I like that one too and I've been playing around with a couple of other scents. So if you want to try out Fontana Candle Company, I have a link um, that will save you 15%. So use my discount code, it will be in the show notes. Another product I have been loving lately, actually I've been using this for years. But this is Teak Naturals Jojoba Oil. Now jojoba is one of those words I have never really said out loud in front of other people. So I always get kind of nervous saying these new words out loud. Um, I've never really heard anyone say it so I'm pretty sure that's the way you say it. But basically this is an amazing organic um, natural oil that I use for so many different things. I use it as a moisturizer sometimes but mostly I use it as a makeup remover and it just removes makeup so well. I love that it's organic, it's cold pressed, um, it's unrefined and it's really just a great purchase. I always have like at least two bottles of this in my Um, in my bathroom because I go through it a lot. Um, But a bottle does last a long time, so it's really a good purchase. I highly recommend it and I will include a link to this too in the show notes. And then last but not least by any means is the Everything Spray from Primally Pure. I am so obsessed with this and I hate to say the word obsessed, but I, I think I am actually obsessed with it. It has an amazing smell. Um, And it's the kind of thing that you can just use anywhere for anything. Um, It says here, apply three to five pumps of everything spray as a facial toner, which is what I use it for, under our refresher, okay, "um, to prevent ingrown hairs after shaving and to help cleanse and heal wounds or inflammatory skin conditions. Um, The cool thing about this is that it's a very cooling and soothing spray, but it smells amazing. It smells like relaxation. It's like instantly calms me whenever I I use it. So it has like lavender, aloe vera, witch hazel, apple cider vinegar, magnesium oil, um, and a couple of other ingredients. It just smells amazing. I highly recommend it. Um, I will include a link to this product as well in the show notes and my discount code for Primally Pure. So I highly recommend. I love Primely Pure as a whole, but like this is the product, this is the one product I think I will never stop buying and never stop using. I go through this very quickly. In fact, my bottle is running really low right now. So I wanted to share that with you because I get really excited about it and I love the point in my skincare routine when it's time to bring out the everything spray. So try it, tell me if you love it. So um, that is Loving Lately. Let's get back to the list of healthy habits. Okay, because remember, we are our habits. We are the little things that we do every single day, the little choices that we make. Um, And these are some that are really easy to implement. Okay, number six. Now, I say this is easy to implement. um, And it is, but it also isn't. So number six is to put your phone away. Put your phone away and, and turn it off when you're not using it. Turn it off at bedtime. Our phones are amazing. We have everything in our pocket. We can do so much. And I use my phone constantly for my work. I need to be connected. I need to know what's going on. But there are so many downsides to overusing our phones, having them on us at all times, um, that it really is just a great idea to get in the habit of having some balance with our cell phones especially around our kids. I read something the other day and I wish I had saved it that basically said that when parents are on their phones, it's not just kind of modeling a bad habit. You know, our kids are probably going to grow up with the same habits um, regarding cell phones. But it also said that what it can do is when you're engrossed in your phone, which I often am, um, when your kids are trying to talk to you, they're, they're getting kind of a blank stare from you. They're not getting... Um, you know, normal facial engagement and like connection from you. So that's another good reason to put it away. Phones were also um, very high EMF. Um, so it's smart all around just to limit our phone usage. Try if you can and have a no screen day. Well, just turn off your phone or at the very least turn it off at night. Do not sleep with your phone, do not use it as, as an alarm clock. Put it in a different room if you need to, but do not sleep with it. And at the very least, like I said, just get in the habit of having some boundaries around your own phone usage. Um, so that that's a, a big one right there. And we'll talk more about EMFs and we'll talk more about cell phones and everything. But I think getting into the mindset of like, okay, yes, I'm having fun looking at all these videos, I'm, you know, scrolling through my feed or whatever, but I'm going to put some limitations around this. That's a good place to be. Being able to set it aside and just sit with your kids while they play, or being able to set it aside and just set it aside and just go for a walk or something is a really healthy thing to do. I think also there's a, you know, such a, a challenge, such a, a downside of people thinking that we are available twenty four seven. So being able to just put your phone down and answer calls and texts and emails later is so good for the soul. So try that at least once try it <laughs> or at least just say you know I won't turn my phone on for the first hour of the day that's a pretty good thing to do too because it actually gets your brain um going in the morning without exposure from not only blue light but also just external sources where you you don't know you can't control what shows up in your feed you might be getting bad news negativity um or just something that you don't need to start your day with so maybe that's the solution is like start by not turning your phone off for the first hour, for not, not turning your phone on for the first hour of the day, that's a good place to start or whatever works for you. Okay, number seven, um, take a break. So I included this one for myself because I am so bad at taking a break and often what happens is I'll wake up in the morning, sometimes I wake up at 4, 5, 6 a.m. And I'm going nonstop until about 6.30 p.m. where I just hit a wall. I hit a wall at 6.30 and I'm just like, I am done with everything. I am so tired. I just, I need to just stop. Um, Nobody talked to me, that kind of thing. And I realized after doing some self-reflection that I am really bad at resting. I'll rest like when I really need it, when I just, I kind of, you know, like it's 3 p.m. sometimes I just need to lay down or something like that. I will go and do that. But I don't just rest as a habit. So this is something I'm going to be working on. I'm going to just find time to sit on the couch, you know, not with my phone. Typically, my kids will come up and want to hug or like play something next to me. And that's great. But I need to get into the habit of doing that more. So what about you? Like, are you in the habit of resting? Do you ever sit on your couch? Do you ever just kind of hang out in your home and enjoy it? Or do you always feel like you're doing stuff? I always feel like I'm doing stuff. I'm putting things away. I'm cleaning. I'm cooking. I'm doing things that uh, seem to be never ending. And that's hard for me. So I need to get in the habit of, of resting more. I will be working on this one. And um, so I hope you will be too if you are also in the same place. Okay, number eight is to sleep. Now, if you are a new mom and your baby's waking up around the clock, I know that this is just going to be a challenging thing for you and To listen to me telling you to sleep is just annoying. So if you are a new mom, I know the phase that you're in, and I feel for you. I have been there, and I will just say it is a phase. How long that is depends on your child, Um, but I know what you're going through. So this number eight doesn't really apply to you because I want you just to do the best that you can. But if you are not in the new mom phase, I really want you to prioritize your sleep understand that so much of the the restoration that happens in our body, the recovery, the daily recovery, the healing that happens in our bodies happens when we're asleep. So as moms, it is very natural for when our kids go to bed for us to want to just savor the alone time, savor that peace, right? And, And we often end up staying up until 10, 11, 12, whatever. And ultimately at the end of the day, That's not really great for us. Now, I'm not saying don't ever do that. I kind of go through a cycle where like I might sleep well for two nights and then on the third night, I'll stay up a little bit later and work or do my own thing. That's totally okay. But try to get into the habit of really prioritizing your sleep. Um, They say that adults should be in bed by 10 p.m. And I think that's a good and fair time to set as your goal. So I will often stay up after the kids go to sleep and watch a show or something just to decompress. Somehow I always end up in bed by 10 p.m., except on the nights where I stay up like late working, writing a blog article or something like that. But on the nights where I don't sleep well, the next day I just feel it and it takes me longer to get going in the morning. I tend to be grumpier Um, and it's just harder to get my day started. So I like to start off on a really positive note. Tip number eight is just to prioritize your sleep as best you can. Try not to put it off because it really does change your overall chemistry, and it really is an important part of your wellness. And remember, sleep is free and it is just so powerful. So go ahead and try to prioritize your sleep um, and think about what that can look like for you. Again, it doesn't have to be an all-in thing where you're in bed every night by 9 p.m. No, find balance, enjoy yourself, but do make sure you're getting that good restorative sleep every night um, because it's so important and so crucial. Okay, Um, Last couple of tips. Number nine is to eat protein in the morning. Oh my gosh, this has been such a game changer for me. If you eat protein within the first hour of waking, it to me has been like my brain fog is gone. My energy levels shoot through the roof. It has just been such an essential part of my my health transformation, my wellness transformation, and me as a mom being just so much happier. So um, one of the healthiest things that you can do for your overall like, you know, thyroid balance, hormonal balance is to eat protein in the morning, eat within an hour of waking. Now, this advice might not apply to everybody, but generally speaking, this is really good to try. See if it works for you. See if it's something that you like to do. Like, for example, I will have A bowl of yogurt and granola or I will start with a couple of boiled eggs in the morning and I just find it really works for me so try it and see if you have the same results okay Um, tip number 10 is to take deep breaths work on your breathing breathe through your nose Um, a lot of us are mouth breathers it's a very bad habit I'm personally struggling with that myself but if you work on your breath you focus on your breathing, even just for 15 minutes a day, or even five minutes a day, whatever it is, um, whatever you can do, even if you just take a few breaths right now, it is so good for you. And it is just so calming. It really supports your nervous system and it overall supports your body in so many powerful ways. So work on that breath work. Um, If you are so motivated, there are so many different kinds of breathing techniques that you can try. Um, One that really works for me, I saw this on TikTok, TikTok made me do it, but basically what you do is you take a breath and then before exhaling, you take another inhale. And for me, it is just such a um, deeper way of breathing. It really supports my overall breath. Um, I like to do it whenever I remember. So if that's something that works for you, try and find a time in your day to just add this to your routine. Maybe it's something you do right after you brush your teeth, or it's something you do while you are making your morning cup of coffee or making your smoothie. Just practice this, add this into your day, and see how it supports your overall well-being. It's a really small thing you can do, but it's a really powerful thing that you can do too, which is to breathe well. Um, And then I'm going to throw in a bonus one here, and um, my kids would laugh at this. So number 11, bonus number 11 here is to poop well and often, really clearing our bodies out is so important. And the way that you are moving your bowels is a huge sign and indication of how things are going on in there. How's your digestion? What is it looking like? So number one, I would say it's important to know that um, we're supposed to poop almost after every meal. And I think very rarely do people do that anymore. Um, So it's good to move our bowels often, get into the mindset that that is normal and healthy to um, move your bowels after every meal, even if it doesn't happen right away. Just knowing that and thinking about that, I think, will help support your body in doing that. Um, and then, you know, the other thing too is to pay attention to what it looks like. Look at the the Bristol poop chart. Um, there's different ways that it comes out, and that reflects what's going on in your body. Um, certain kinds of stool will show that you know you might be dehydrated. Or, you know, maybe you just had a really high fat meal and, you know, your poops look different. So get comfortable with that. I know as a mom, you probably have already gone through this with your little ones. You examine their poop, you become a poop detective, and that is totally normal. But you should also do it for yourself. Really be aware and informed about what's going on in, you know, your digestive system. So yeah, I highly recommend it. Okay, so we went through a lot of great information here. I definitely hope this isn't overwhelming um, because the goal here is to take what works for you, take what resonates with you, and just add these things in very slowly. You know, make these things a habit. Give it time. It takes a few weeks for something to really become a habit. So, you know, find what works for you. But let's go through and let's just summarize um, what we talked about today. Point number one is that habits make up about 40% of our behaviors on any given day. So powerful. Um, And then let me just run through the tips really quick for you. So number one is to get some sunshine every day. Number two is to practice grounding as often as possible. Remember, just go barefoot outside for even a couple minutes and see how your body responds to it. Number three is to open the windows often. Um, Number four is to hydrate and stay hydrated. Number five is to vacuum and dust your home. Number six is to put your phone away and remember to turn it off if possible. Then number seven is to take a break. I'll be working on that. Um, Number eight is to sleep. Um, Practice getting restorative sleep and prioritize that. I think I'm on number nine is to eat protein first thing in the morning within an hour of waking. Number 10 is to work on your breathing. Practice your breath work. And then bonus number 11 is to poop well and often. So go ahead and um, pick what works for you. And basically start incorporating one or two of these habits. That's, That's your homework for the week is just to pick one or two, start incorporating them. Like which one would be the quickest win for you? You don't have to pick the hardest one. I actually don't want you to do that. I want you to pick the simplest one. Is it just to get some sunshine every day? Is it to take your shoes off on your walk um, when you reach the park or something like that? Is it to put your phone away for 30 minutes um, while you're making dinner or during dinner? Um, Or is it to, you know, just switch out your morning breakfast for a high protein meal? Find the one that is the easiest for you and start there. Do that for a few days and then add more of them in. So just remember, it doesn't have to be hard doesn't have to be hard for it to be meaningful. Um, And we want to set you up for success. So go ahead and go through these healthy habits, pick the one that works for you and get started. I am so excited to hear about your progress. I will see you in the next episode. If you know another mom who can benefit from today's episode, please help me share this episode with her. And if you want to keep up with more credible tips, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the good information. To become part of our community, go to gentlenursery.com slash podcast for more information. I will see you on the next episode, Mama. You are amazing.